Thanks for tuning to the KDK9 show. Okay. What? What's as big as a cowboy, but weighs nothing at all? I have no idea what to do with that. Um, a cowboy's ego. Ah, <laughs> cowboys don't have egos. Are you kidding me? No. I knew bull riders. Yeah, so do I. Oh. They want, but you know, oh, I'm not going to go down that road. <laughs> not I think you have road. to have a little bit of ego no, no, to definitely. do anything no, that I, dangerous. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I get that. I get that. But most of them are all shucking dons, kick the sand type, you know, you know. Yeah. Not like I'm cool. I ride bulls. You know, not no, that no, no. kind of thing. You have to take yourself seriously. Oh, definitely. Too. <laughs> yeah. No. That's, but anyway, yeah. But okay. What's as big as a cowboy but weighs nothing at all? His shadow. His shadow. I was weirdly close. <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks. If you're by your computer, you got to go to your computer. Ellie is phenomenal here. But anyway, go to mytalk1071.com. Go to my KDK9 show page. And she has posted a dog, uh, a pit bull, that has come up. It's uh, come came into the shelter at 115 pounds, 115 pounds. Okay, so go to my show page and click on links. And it's uh, the second one down, I think, or the first one. I can't remember because I'm watching it. But anyway, and scroll down, and you're going to see the transfer transformation of this dog. It's like, this is something that I wish I could just put in Granger all over. That it is possible to get a, a dog that's so grossly overweight, number one, slim down, okay? And that, and then the, the, uh, uh, the I just feel so happy for the dog. And she's not a puppy. Like, no. there's, there's no age at which you can't take back your dog's health. Exactly, exactly. And so, I mean, to watch this, her sitting and... And then when you see her, you know, she's standing in the wall, it looks like, or whatever type thing. I mean, her chest, her, just everything, and everything toned back up. You know, it's not like how some people that are real heavy, when they lose weight, everything kind of hangs. <laughs> you know, and so I'm just totally blown away by the efforts of this person. And so please take the time to look at that. And you know me, I'm really, really nuts about fat dogs. And, you know, folks are calling a spade a spade. This dog looks it's like called, a seal. <laughs> a two-toned seal. <laughs> and I'm calling a spade a spade. You know, if you even ask your vet, is your, uh, is your dog heavy? Folks, you already know the answer because you, you, you thought of the question. And so the thing is, most vets will not, unless your dog is morbidly obese, and it should not get to that, that they just skirt the issue with good, good, good reason. It's kind of like the human doctor, you know, coming up, you know, okay, you can lose about 50 pounds. I know I'm heavy, but you didn't have to bring that up. <laughs> you know, and people don't want to talk about weight, whether it be on themselves, whether it be they're on their dog or their cat. You know, they just kind of skirt it off. But then you're a mess when all of a sudden your dog has got diabetes. He can't go up the stairs anymore. He can't get in the car anymore. He's so fat, you can't pick him up anymore. He waddles instead of straight, you know, instead of strides. And so that's why they, you have the power within yourself. Don't condemn yourself that the dog got to this point. Don't do that. Now take this point and get that weight off the dog, the cat, the iguana, whatever. Okay. If rat, if you got a pet rat, you know, you know, like I say, I've always been heavy myself, but every animal, dog, cat, horses, chicken, I've always had picture perfect. Because, like I say, I can control their bowl, but somehow I have a hard time <laughs> controlling my own bowl. But anyway, I could always be fatter. 
Now, I could always be thinner. <laughs> but please take the time to go to my show page and see this transformation of this 115-pound, po- 115-pound, uh, uh, 120-pound. I was re- on the scale that said 100. Yeah, the, yeah, it's there's, it's conflicting, but the scale just says say 115. 50, yeah, but even if it's 100, yeah, you know, maybe this is after I lost five pounds, <laughs> you know. So anyway, so but it can be done. So don't damn yourself for what you have put the animal into. Even if you if you got a cat with diabetes, boy, for Pete's sake, you better not be feeding any dry food whatsoever. Or a dog with diabetes, they should be on a raw diet. They should be on a freeze dried. You know, no carbs whatsoever. Carbs turn into sugar. Sugar turns into fat. And that's why I don't understand with vets. And I put this on my Facebook page a couple of days ago. I don't understand why vets give these uh, prescription diets. You know, by usually Royal Canin mm-hmm. or by Science Diet. And, and and it's dry. They don't, you got diabetes, you need no carbs, you don't want any more sugar. And a lot of times, if you can change that around, the, what you have to give an insulin could drop huge. And I've known cats that have gotten off of insulin because they weren't on it for any length of time when the owner changed the diet and got the weight down. And the cat got to go off of insulation. 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 That was good that cat got off that insulation. Don't feed your cat fiberglass. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, and so that's why it's, it's just so important that, like I said, you are in charge, folks. And, but don't recoil. Do something about it. And it's so easy. And then everybody's complaining about, well, the help price of food you know in the human world and the price of food in the animal world mm-hmm. well folks if you feed less you spend less in vet bills and in feed bills it's it's a no-brainer folks and a lot of people are so used to seeing fat dogs and cats that what happens is when they see one that is of good weight they think the dog is anorexic because they're so used or the cat is anorexic oh that dog needs some weight it's like no i can see that dog's ribs well, yeah, he's a, a pit bull or he's a boxer. He's standing straight and he turns. You should be able to see the casing of the ribs. That's But then when he's back to standing, scanning square, everything is right back into his place again. Well, people say that about Stanley, but he's like the longest dog ever. And he's a pit bull with short hair. So I'm like, oh, he, he looks so skinny. And I'm like, yep. he, he looks like a runner. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And that's what they, they should be. That's a healthy dog. It's either in their joints, their health, and the whole kit and caboodle. But thank you for posting this. And then while you're there, look at the other things. that. What else was there, Ellie? <laughs> uh, we also, well, today we got, uh, check out Good Neighbor Days. And we yep. got a horse that uh, is playing the, oh, piano, the piano, the <laughs> keyboard. Okay. 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 And some Great Dane puppies on the live cam. Oh, cool, cool. Well, thank you, thank you. So check that out. My oh, my thing here is really going wackadoodle. The, the, it's spinning. It's making me sick. <laughs> I'm not going to look at my screen. I better turn it off. But anyway, so yeah, so check my show page to so look at this uh, uh, 120, 120 pound pit bull going, getting down to what, I think 60 or 65 pounds? It's 63. It's now. Okay, right. That's, think about it, folks. That's over half. There is two dogs in that body. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it, too. Yes, it, it looks does. like someone yep. put a whole other dog yep. down his throat. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. That's a good way of putting it. Okay. So uh, let's see. Let's go to let's go to break. Come back and then we'll take the couple calls. Okay. Yep. Okay. How did the wait? Let's see. Why do cowboys ride horses? Why do cowboys ride horses? Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to the KDK9 show. Here every day, every day, every Sunday. I wish. Uh, <laughs> at noon to two. So uh, you got to go check my... Uh, I'm so bad with technology. You know, I never 
I've never, you're going to laugh at this one. I've never listened to a show of mine. Never. Really? No. I, the early years when I first started, we used to, they used to get, put them on uh, tape, you know, the little uh, cassette tape. And then they, that show would go on to a, a disc, you know, then we went into the DVDs. Okay. And, and then it went right into the to, Smithsonian. Yeah. <laughs> Close. And I got those shows and I don't know why I've never, I've listened to, uh, like I've catch like it went out, you know, um, like Sunday. Okay. I wasn't here, but there was a replay. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I listen and I guess I'm like, I don't like listening to myself. No, like, who is that? <laughs> it's like. Oh my God, I talk too fast. How do people listen that fast? Yeah, I do it a little bit too much because <sighs> I, I try to be self critiquing. Oh, yes. Like, no, really that's what I didn't want. That's what I mean. I thought, heard myself. Oh, maybe I should try. It's like, you know, no, 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 no. I'm just going to, I'm leaving it alone. I just, I just can't do it. But anyway, but please go to my website or uh, go to my show page on my talk 1071 and just look at all the links that Ellie has taken the time to put up. It's really cool. And that fat dog one, please just send that around to every dog person you know that is a fat dog, that it is possible. And then she's got a horse playing the piano that was so funny the horse is beautiful yeah and, and uh, um anyway so you could like you say that how excited that the horse is is like okay okay and so he's not playing it with his hooves okay folks and then plus last we thought i should address this the last we talked when i had a live show that was before memorial day and i had told you about and tried to compose myself and totally lost it about losing my horse jake and i want to thank you all for your acknowledgments and your kind words you know on facebook and such like that so that that really helps me as it's a huge loss but um like i said it really it helps me a lot and then when i saw that memorial service you know up at the up at the vets camp there's a horse mm-hmm. there i wanted so bad to go up and smell it and i couldn't i, I, I became a puddle <laughs> and i'm just like okay they're gonna why are you crying well it's memorial day that's a good excuse but anyway so but anyway so yeah thank you all for like i said i was kind of a blubber head and i'm really sorry but anyway why that's what happens when you have great love okay why do cowboys ride horses um, because llamas spit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer, too. Ever been spit on by a llama? Nope, because I, I, have. I have never cared for llamas. I'm sorry, y'all Pelka poop people. I am not a llama person. I love llamas, no. and I've been punished as a result. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I just never. Because they're too heavy to carry. <laughs> they're too heavy That's to why they ride horses, okay? <laughs> so anyway... Okay, where are we at here? Well, so we have oh. Yasha on who wants to shout out uh, an event happening uh, next weekend. Oh, great, great. Who, Yasha? Hey. Hey, how hey, you doing there? My call, Katie. You betcha. I'm doing great, how are you? Good, good, good. So what's going on in the universe on your side of the town? Yeah, I just wanted to let your listeners know, uh, next Saturday, the Animal Ark, which is a no-kill shelter located in Hastings, Minnesota. Yep, very familiar with it. Yeah, yeah, great organization. Yes. They're having their annual 3K walk, which is their biggest fundraiser of the year. Okay. From 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Okay. And yeah, great time. Bring your pets. They do a 3K walk, and there's a food truck, uh, pet-related vendors, a silent auction, all sorts of activities, free beer and wine samplings. Ooh. And also, they're taking 25% off all uh, animal adoptions for the day. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, so that's this coming Saturday, which is what, June 10th? June 10th. Correct. Okay, and then it's at 9 a.m. at Animal 9 Ark. 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Okay. Yep. And Animal then, Ark in Hastings. Okay, yep. And then now what uh, uh, What uh, web address? Uh, the address is animalarkmn.org. Okay. 
slash walk will take you right to the registration page. Okay, okay. Do they if have you to register as a team of four or more, you get a 15% discount. Oh, nice. And now if um, it's rain or shine? Yep, rain or shine, we'll be there. We got tents set up, so you have a place to at least hide from it, a big old tent right in the middle. Okay. You can sit down and eat your food or whatever. Oh, and nice. Just look at all the dogs. Oh, good. Good, good, good. How's business been? Are we adopting out a lot? Uh, we stay full. Oh, you know, yeah, that's unfortunate. Available, they come right in. Oh, that's good. That's good. You probably, How's the foster program doing? Doing good out there? Yeah, it's doing all right. It's doing all right. Okay. We're staying busy. Can you always use more fosters? Oh, definitely. Okay. More fosters, more volunteers, you know, the the more we have, the more we can do. Yeah, it's very true, very true. So give out the web address again. So animalarkmn.org, you can find all the information there. And to get to the walk directly, it's animalarkmn.org slash walk. Oh, okay. Well, I wish you luck and I hope you got, because, you know, I'm doing the Hugo Good Neighbor Days Parade. So I'm hoping okay. for no, for a good weather also. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully we are we'll, as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll have. Time, but we hope for shine you know you got it you got it but you to get 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 those kiddie pools going <laughs> oh yeah we got oh. some in the back for the dogs and we'll have some probably help front as well there you go well thanks for calling in and let us know that's that's happening so that's next saturday june 10th and hope good luck all right thank you very much you betcha bye-bye Yep, the animal walk. That's good. That's yeah, good. And animal less arc. than a million degrees yeah, maybe. Right. <laughs> uh, animal arc even if you can't go uh you know to the doings uh, send in a donation, okay? And like I said, they always, all the humane societies, they all need fosters and then need, need volunteers. You know, whether you can uh, donate paper, your time, uh, you know what I mean? Working with the animals, working in the office, they, they all need help. So just check them out. You know, if you're not doing anything, especially like, okay, now there's, uh, when it gets really hot, you know, there's I've got some friends that will not even put a toe outside. <laughs> you know, they just stay in the air conditioning. I said, while well, you're sitting in there, why don't you do something constructive? You know, call up a humane society and say, hey, do you need any help with any computer work or blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? You can do, uh, you know, a once a week or once a month thing or something like that. So Animal Arc has been around a long time. I remember when they first, very first started. So they've, they've you know, reorganized and they've reinvented and they've come back really hopefully stronger. I know they've come back stronger, but anyway. Okay, where are we at? Oh, okay. Okay, who's up next? Well, so next up we have Jen, who's got a little Yorkie, who's just get, getting the... Well, doing the Yorkie thing and won't stop barking. <laughs> that would be a Yorkie and a lot of small dogs. Hey, Jen, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. And how old's your Yorkie? She just turned a year. I rescued her in January. So she's a Yorkie mix. I'm not sure who she, what she's mixed with. Okay. But. Okay. Now, is this the only dog you have? Yeah. Okay. My first dog. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, congratulations. Um, okay, so now, uh, what, what, well, I can answer all the questions, but I'm going to ask, ask you. Uh, so when is she barking? Is she barking at things that are outside going by? Yes, that and people that, like, if we're somewhere, she's on a leash, and she just, like, somebody new comes into the area, she starts barking at them. Okay. And mm-hmm. I can't get her, like, distract her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I normally would. Okay. And she just keeps barking. Okay. And now when she does do that, let's take in the house. She's barking. She's in the house and she's barking at stuff outside of the house. What do you do? Mm-hmm. I say quiet and kind of try to direct her to something else. Okay. And a lot of times that works in the house. Okay. Okay. And now and uh, go ahead. she goes with me to work and she will bark at every new person that comes in the parking lot. Uh-huh. So I kind of like when she goes to the door, I Say her name is Maisie. I say, Maisie, 
touch and she comes running to me and she'll touch my hand for a treat. Okay. Nice. And she's quiet. She knows to be quiet and then she goes back to the door mm-hmm. and she'll just stare. She won't necessarily bark at Oh, that that's time. good. That's good. That's good. Okay, a couple so questions. Now, when you go for a walk, you're out walking the dog. Where does the dog walk? She walks next to me. She's a pretty good walker. She walks next to me and I have like the the leash in one hand it kind of and then the other hand is holding it kind of close to me too. Okay. You know what I mean? So is- it's kind of draped in a way. Okay. So she doesn't pull on the leash, really. Okay, good. Now, is there, but is there tension in the leash, or is like the leash kind of like laying on her back or alongside of her? There's no tension to the leash? Like you're not holding her there? It's a little tension, but not really. Most oh. of the time, it's loose. Okay, okay. And so then now you're going on a walk, and then she sees somebody, and then she starts barking? Well, it's not really even when we're walking. It's when I'm someplace, like visiting a friend. Okay. And we're just visiting, and then somebody new comes into the area. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay, so then now when you go over to that person's house, okay, do you have her on a leash or is she running around? Leash. I always leave her on a leash. Okay. And so then um, uh, have you tried uh, two things? Number one, the the spray bottle, you know, the like a uh, plant mister, hair mister, filled with water, set on stream. Okay. And okay, then as she, go, as she goes to bark, you're going to give her a growl. Ah, as she's barking, blast. And then your quiet word. Ah, blast, quiet. Ah, okay. quiet. Okay. Now, after the first five, six times, you're going to go, ah, 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 quiet. And if she does it, now the blast comes in. Ah, quiet, blast. Okay. Because you the first okay. five times is ah, blast, quiet. Ah, blast, quiet. Okay. Then it's going to be ah, quiet. And if she does it, then blast, quiet. Okay. Because you want her to learn to listen to the words and respond to the words that she understands. Quiet means shut the trap. Okay. And so okay. She, she has to, you got to make sure you time it right. That is as she's barking. All right. And so right. you don't, if she's, if she, you said quiet, you know, don't be too fast because, it, and she, you know, takes a second to shut. Mm-hmm. You, you, you want to make sure that, like I see your timing's right. Because if you blast her for like, okay, now she's not barking, that's going to obviously set a signal like, okay, what the hey? <laughs> so yeah. ah, blast quiet. And then pretty soon it's going to be ah, 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 quiet. And she's going to okay. go, okay, fine. You got to be what you want the dog to be. Don't be yelling like, ah, quiet, bad dog. Mm-hmm. All that does is feed the frenzy, all right? right. So what you've got to do is be, the, be what you want your dog to be, calm and steady. Ah, 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 ah. And don't, you know, the minute she alerts, like if you're at an office or, every, or your friend's house, the minute she alerts, you know, the tail goes up, the head goes up, most people wait to react to the reaction of the dog. You wait mm-hmm. and see, are they going to do something? That's the, that's what you don't want to do. The minute they, they, they already told you the intentions, they alerted. The next one is going to be either barking or lunging, okay? So that's uh-huh. why I get it the minute you know you, she alerts like that, get into her head right away. Ah, 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 ah. Quiet. Ah, wrong. Be nice. Okay. Be nice. And as soon as she does, oh, that was very nice. Very nice. Don't say good girl because that gets them all nutty in the heady. That's yeah. party time. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so then by you being uh, 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 quiet. Oh, that was very nice. She very is nice. a good. She's very good. She just is, I think, 
you know, timid. Right, but see, that, what the, you got to look at, <laughs> you got to look at dogs, short dogs. It's like being around us humans is like they're in the land of the giants. You know, they look okay. up and they see uh, kneecaps, armpits, boobs. You know what I mean? They, mm-hmm. Unless they're out from us a little bit, so it's natural if a dog is lacking confidence, whether it's short dog or a big dog, but more so in short, shorter dogs, when they're lacking confidence, they have a tendency to be more of an alarmist, a more reactive, because they want to chase away what, so they don't get eaten by something all right and so can you hold on we got to run the break can you hold on i got a couple more things that i'd like to talk about okay why do the horse always chew up its mouth chew with his mouth open why do the horse always chew with its mouth open we'll be back summer training is now in session at the ymca with free fitness assessments from certified personal trainers to prep you for adventures like that three-hour group kayak tour you signed up for. Guys, hey, wait up. Join the Y today and boost your summer stamina. I can't feel my arms. It's getting dark. Join at ymcanorth.org. Get help, Mr. Loon. Get help. Alrighty then. Why did the horse always chew with his mouth open? I... Because he wanted attention. <laughs> no, he had bad stable manners. He had bad stable manners. <laughs> there you go. Ugh. Okay, what can I say? What can I say? So, okay, back to the phone there. Where are we at there, Jen? Yeah, we got Jen. Hey, Jen, are you there? Yes. Okay. And so, so what the thing? What I found because you know I had my little dog Ethel. She was three point two pounds, but you know, a little poodle. And yeah. if anybody else would have had her, they would have made her a wart. Or as far as they would have carried her all over the place and she wouldn't have gained any confidence and she would have probably become a growler or a yapper. And so the more mm-hmm. input into this dog's head, like, you know, you, okay, you taught the dog touch. Excellent. Okay. Start trying to like name the toys. Maybe this week we're playing with, you know, Rover. Okay. And then okay. at the end of the week, then you put, you take the dog out of the room and you put another couple toys, put one other toy out, put that toy out, bring the dog back in the room and say, find Rover. Where's Rover? He might go over and look at, you know, the other one say find rover and like oh wrong and go get rover now if you can do that three times he knows who rover is okay so rover's name now mm-hmm. the next week we're going to name uh shelly <laughs> dolly or whatever mm-hmm. okay so the more input that creates more um confidence and it it, it lessens the barky okay because okay. terriers terriers are alarmist terrier terrorists okay yeah but the thing is is that to the uh, a level that you call them out on it like thank you let me know somebody's at the door but now your job is done i've got it i'm okay with it okay and so that you can get into their head that's when you know you got a good working team whereas okay they start listening you say ah quiet i've got this and the dog's like hey no problem and they're okay with that they don't try to override what you just decided or what you asked all right so by building by doing you know the obedience uh you know brain teasers brain games teaching tricks uh teaching her go in and out weave in and out of your legs uh teaching them you know the uh roll over just simple things that's all input and builds her confidence and so just don't be uh, you know on the side of obedience she's got that then let's now we're going to expand her range we're going to start teaching her more and more and more and so now she's got more things to think about and less time to be so reactive and stay reactive she'll let you know something's up but she'll back off quicker yeah does that make sense she's very quick yeah she's very quick she learned how to like shake Mm -hmm. or paw yep like 
within a day. Nice. Yeah. So she's very smart. So continue yeah. on that. You know, you can go, uh, uh, there's a book, it's called 101 Dog Tricks for Dogs by Sundance. Okay. She, that's a pretty good trick book. Or you can just go on YouTube and type in dog tricks to teach. Okay, so some okay. people like to see it instead of read about it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's brain teasers. You can really have a fun time with this dog with brain teasers. It's called Brain mm-hmm. Teasers for Dogs by Soderman. S-O-N-D-E-R-M-A-N. And anyway, uh, I got that book online. I think it's like 14 bucks. But the, so the more input and however many people are in your family, that everybody mm-hmm. takes it, it finds something to teach the dog. And if you got a minute, you work on it. You got five minutes, you work on it. It's not why well, I have to put out 15, 12, you know, no, uh, three 15 minute periods a, a day to work the dog. No, you, you get in a mm-hmm. drink of water, work on something you're teaching the dog. You know, so that's always like a little here and a little there. And it's, it's fun and it's, you know, it's uplifting and the dog is, and she, you're going to find that with each thing that she learns, she's going to learn it quicker. Okay. And then, but okay. some of them, what they do when they get frustrated, they go through everything they know. Is this what you want? Is this what you want? Yeah, Is this what you want? Right. It's like, ah, 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 nope, nope, nope. We're working on this one. Ah, 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 we're working on this one. You know, but that's what I mean. They're getting into it. Like, okay, how about this? How about that? You know, they're doing their own repertoire. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah. And so that's what you want. And so then she's going to become a lot, but call her on the, ah, ah, ah. And if she's the only dog around, you could try a shake can, you know, a pop can, rinse out with five pennies in it, tape the top. Uh-huh. of it with bright tape so you know it's a shake can and not the can you're drinking all right and yeah. so then it's going to be ah shake quiet or it's going to be ah okay. blast quiet find out what she works best with to get her head to okay. swing back and look to you like what 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 did it we're missing something and then remember when she does do back off oh thank you very nice be okay. calm be steady be what you want the dog to be okay okay does thank that make you. sense you betcha yeah. good luck keep okay. me posted Okay. All right. Thank you. You bet. You take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. There you go. Yeah. Be what you want the dog to be. You know. Um. Okay. Now Stanley, what's Stanley's manners when dinner time comes? Is he like through the roof? You know, dancing, spinning circles. Like we're gonna eat. We're gonna eat. What what, around his own dinner time? Yes, his own dinner time. Um. Yes and no. So we soak his food. Good. So if he knows his food is being soaked, he's really hard to get him distracted from that. He'll kind of fixate if he knows it's soaking. Oh, okay. Um, so my trick for that is kind of like getting him when he's like outside. I'll like let him outside, then I'll go into the back, and then I'll pre-soak his food and leave it to soak in the room where we store his food. Good. So he can't Smart. differentiate the smell. Oh, good. There you and, go. And then by the time when dinner gets around, he's excited for it, but I make him sit, and he sits. I give him a release command to eat it, and he'll snarf it, but... Is is it's not he's not jumping on me. Right. He knows the routine, yep. and I don't think my mom asks him to sit before she feeds him. Okay, okay. but he knows I do. Okay, so he'll listen because I, you know, I've been around people when the time dinner time at their house, you know, for the dogs, and yeah. I'm like, you put up with this. This is insane. <laughs> you know, the dogs are spitting and jumping, and some of them are barking and barking. I, I saw an incident happen um, where I won't like say exactly who, but yeah. they like put out. Uh, they have two dogs together and it was like kind of relatively like within a year or two after getting one of the dogs okay. and they have so much excitement, frantic energy during oh. feeding time. But she was feeding them right next to each other at the exact same time. And more and more and more that tension, that energy yeah. just gets overwhelming. And yeah, one of the dogs uh, snapped at the other one yep. because it's just too, too much energy yep. near their food. Yep.
Yep. Well, I'm a big believer in when you got multiple dogs, never to feed the dogs in the same room. Mm-hmm. That they're either in their kennels or somebody's in the laundry room, somebody's in the bathroom. You know what I mean? They're you know, you know they're away because dogs eat at different levels. Some can really snarf good, and some are dainties. You know, and so you don't want the one that snark to race over to the one that's being a dainty owner. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't have to stay in there and and uh, you know what I mean, be the referee. But when people like with the same thing with going for a walk, you want to go for a walk? Let's go for a walk. They rev the dog up. Okay. They wonder when the dog comes flying through the door, they're jerking them down the, in, down the road. Okay. You want to go for a car ride? You know, we like to, I, I, I understand people, you like to see your dogs happy. Like, go, go for a car ride. We're going for a mm-hmm. car ride or we're going for a walk. But does what? What state of mind you are putting them into an overdrive? Okay, so in my book, okay, I I, I don't rub them up. You know, do you want to go for a walk? I say, hey, come here, and I'll, I'll hook on the leash and I'll ask him to sit, and I'll just wait. You know, until he sits, and he, you can see where the dog is relaxed. Okay, and then I'll say, okay, let's go. Then get to the door, wait. I open the door, I go through first. Then I, when I'm ready. You know, let's go. But the dog comes through politely, you know, turns towards me like, so I shut the door. And so we're starting to walk out calmly. You know, we're mm-hmm. not starting out like, we're going for a walk. <laughs> okay. And then same thing with eating. And that's really hard in the digestive system to get that dog so squirreled out before. And then they eat, you know, and then that all, you know, the system is just It's like if you, if you went out and ran a half mile, then walked inside and were like, oh, I'm just going to slam a pound of trail mix. There you go. Yep. That's a very good analogy. Very good analogy. You're going to feel sick. <laughs> and that's what the dogs do. They get themselves so, <sighs> and so in what you need to do is work on calmness and politeness. It's healthier for your dog. It's healthier for you. You know, so, like some people will tell, well, you don't want to be around house, our house when it's dinner time. Well, have you asked him to be something different than just nuts? You know, put him a training collar on, put the leash on, you know, give it a pop, you know, have the di- you know dish maybe sitting on the counter or something like that. Sit, wait. Okay, and if you want to tag team him, someone's walking the dog, somebody's doing the dish, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. Put the dish down like in front of him and dog, uh-uh, wrong, wait. Okay, and then pull it when you can see the dog is, you know, the tail isn't going 100 miles an hour, you know, the ears aren't all bugged out, you know, where the, uh, the dog is, you can... Almost see him breathe like, okay, when do I get to eat? Yeah. Okay, then now you're very good at call me, say, you know, Din's up. You know, whereas be what you want to do. And so he'll get, go, instead of pouncing into that bowl, you know, he's very calm. You you got him to center down, you know, to just relax. And same with like going for walks or don't rev the dog up. Because then people are like, God, I can't even put the leash on because you're jumping all over the place. You know, don't do that. You know, I just don't understand. And then people like, main thing when people come to class, well, I just don't want them to jump. Okay, when's he jumping? Well, when I come home. Okay, what what do you do? Well, you know, he just hits me and then he's uh, jumping to this and he's grabbing on this. And, and then what are you doing? I'm trying to push him away. Okay, you're not working on calmness. You're, you know, you're pushing him away, so you're interacting. That's playing. Yes, yeah. exactly. You do all you play rough, but I'll play. So what you do is you set yourself up where you hook that leash on, and then you practice. Whereas you come through the door, and if he jumps on you, you step on the leash. And just stand there with your hands to your body, and don't even look at the dog. Don't look, don't say, don't be anything. Just side, side profile, call me and say no. Okay, and then once he, all of a sudden, he's going to jump, he can't. Going to jump, he can't. Usually by the third time, he's sitting, and all of a sudden, he's laying. Okay, they just get off the leash and just calmly start walking forward again. 
If he tries to start jumping on you, step on the leash. And so what happens is that it can be just with a regular buckle collar. Not uh, You don't need the training collar. You can if you want. Uh, but not a harness. It has to be a collar. And so the thing is, is by setting him up, all of a sudden you got a dog that will meet you at the door and his tail's wagging, his head's up, but he's not the wah factor. He's walking and waiting for you to acknowledge him. You know, and then you stop, ask him to sit. Oh, hi, how you doing? And you slowly incorporate him. Then pretty soon you go to play. Oh, and then the hugs and kisses and how was your day? But the dog has to be patient and wait, you know, for that. And then you decide what level are you going to let him amp up to. So it just drives me nuts. You know, yeah, you got to get settled before you greet your dog. If if you're putting down your groceries in the doorway, your dog won. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly true. And I don't get it, you know, as a trainer, it's just, oh, but anyway. Okay, I got to run a break. Yeah. Okay, where do cowboys cook their chili? Where do cowboys cook their chili? Oh, no, I'm depressing again. Got depressing ads. We're depressing songs. I know. <laughs> Come on, this is a Katie Canine show. We're fun. We have fun here. Let's get the energy up. Yes. Okay, where do cowboys cook their chili? Um. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. In uh. About it, think about it. In a big old pot. I keep thinking of that scene from Blazing Saddles where they're just farting around the chili oh. for four straight <laughs> minutes. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I lo- that was my all-time, one of my all-time favorite, funniest ever movies. Me too. The Me spoofs too. in that movie is hilarious. Yeah. Norman Lerner, he is, uh, you know, he's still alive. What is he, 101, 100, something like that? There's, he's still alive. Yep. That's yep. crazy. Yep. No, he's, uh, he is so good. Yeah. Well, he's, and he's been behind so many um, shows that have been on TV, too. You know what I mean? Uh, sitcoms and such. Mm-hmm. So it is, he, he's, uh, he's the talent. I don't know. I worry about the next generation where their talent is. If, unless it's in a video game, I don't think there is such a thing. So I, I mean, know. video games are getting better. Movies, uh, unoriginal scripts yeah. are plaguing it. And SNL died about officially seven years ago to me. No, oh, did it? I, I used to at the very beginning when all when you had Bellucci and all oh, them on yeah. it. You know, yeah, that was I. Oh, I would look forward Gilda to Saturday. Gilda Radner yes, is one of my Gilda favorite Radner. people yep. of all time. Yep, yep. Oh, Madeline Kahn. Oh, yeah. Oh, Madeline Kahn. She was so good. And Young Frankenstein. You seen? Oh yeah, of course oh, I have. I love that. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a pro- big Mel Brooks fan. Yeah, no, that was pretty cool. But anyway, so uh, yeah, okay. Uh, we were talking about you know be what you want the dog to be. Okay, you have to be relaxed. Okay, people when they go on a uh, they're going on a walk, and so when then what happens all of a sudden the dog alerts. Like, whoa, here comes somebody. And the first of all, if you're going for a walk, remember, we're not rubbing them. Oh, let's go for a walkie. Let's go for a walkie. Okay, what you're going to do, don't let the dog scan in front of you because then you put him in the leadership role and you're the peon. Now he's got to help protect you because now, uh, you know, you put him out there. So he's scanning and he's going to react to this. He's going to react to that. And then what do you do? You, you tighten up the leash. And anytime you tighten that leash, folks, when you're on a walk, you're signaling to the dog that's a problem. That he, it alerts him. Like, okay, now what? What, what was this? Did I miss something? And so that's why you need a training class. Okay, you need a training collar. Remember, harnesses restrain. They don't train. And the, tar- the training collars are only on, only on when the leash is attached to it, you're attached to the leash. They do not wear training collars 24-7. 
All right. And uh, and if you have a, a shy or timid dog that's a flight risk, you should be walking this dog with what's called a martingale collar, martingale collar. And so what happens is, is it slips. And so if the, it tightens, if the dog tries to back up or, you know, because he, he, I've seen dogs get so scared that they backed out of harnesses. You think you got it. I saw Stanley the, almost do it. It, it shocked yep, me. Yep. And so that's why you want a martingale collar. And if you look it up online, they've got several to choose from. And so uh, all nylon ones or ones that are nylon and chain. And so anyway, so that's what you want. So the dog, that shy, timid dog doesn't you know slip out of it if he gets scared. But now back to taking the dog for a walk. All dogs should be walking with you as a team. And that's utmost first where the collar is totally loose. The leash is loose. The dog's shoulders by your left side. Okay, that's huge. And so then now you're working as a team. Instead of hit the dog scanning out in front, and you could drop the leash sometimes and go the other way, and the dog doesn't even know you left. And so that's why it's so important to take an obedience class, get organized. Now, everybody knows I don't use treats. You are the treat. I get people that call me, well, how do you train without treats? Well, stop in my class and I'll show you. It's all, the dog, the dog, something well. If you, all you guys, you got your dogs are right by you right now. Take your, uh, your pointer finger and your middle finger and go, now go under, uh, under the chin, down the throat, go continue down to the chest. And there's a V in the chest. Give a one or two finger scooch with your pointer finger or your middle finger. Just a scooch, not a scrub or a rub. It's a scooch and just go, thank you. You're going to feel the dog just lean into it like, oh, wow, does that feel good? That's the treat I train with is you. That one or two finger scooch and at the thank you, being very calm so the dog can connect the learning dots in the head. They're not, you're not breaking their fork focus by going, good boy, good boy, good girl, good girl. You're breaking their vo- focus and you're revving the dog up. So all you people that have these high energy dogs, everybody wants to run them and run them and run them and run them. And all that does, remember folks, is, if you've been a long listener, you know this answer, it builds an athlete. It doesn't do anything. What it tire, takes them a uh, half hour to tire, and then it's an hour, then it's two hours. And before you know it, they're running marathons without breaking wind. So the big thing here, folks, is to work on manners, to have the dog look to you for direction. I'm sorry, folks, but when you use the treat, the dog is working for the treat, which is evident if you don't have the treat and you ask the dog to sit, he just kind of looks at you. Huh? Sit. What? Okay, but you bring a treat out, and boy, bet butts on the ground for two seconds, you know? And so that's why, like I say, think about it. And I wish other trainers would really think about it. And when I get dogs that have been trained with treats, what it is, oh, you ask the dog to sit, the dog sat. Okay, is scooch first, okay, in the chest, treat second. Scooch first, treat second. Scooch first, treat goes back into the pocket. And so then after the, another day or two, scooch, one, you know, first scooch. Treat goes back in the pot, pot. I start weaning the treats away from the dog. So now the dog is starting to, uh, instead of looking for my hand for the treat, he's waiting for that scooch in the chest. Mm-hmm. And so and that's why treats come in handy if the dog has an aversion to something. But if the dog is too scared about something, he's too scared to have the treat. All right. And people that use hot dogs, folks, I like to just knock you in your head. Please, if you're going to use hot dogs, make sure you get the hot dogs with no nitrates and all those fillers. Okay. Because we shouldn't be eating that crap. And then you're feeding them left and right to your dog. And then the thing is, is make them as tiny as possible as you can. Otherwise, you know what? Just you are the treat, your verbal praise and your physical praise. So instead of having the dog work for that treat. 
But like I say, so if you relax, shake it off, you know, just be to be relaxed. Um, I had a, a dog that came out a couple of weeks ago that was scared of uh, the noises of uh, tractors, garbage trucks, whatever type thing. And so I had a day and start the tractor. Okay, and in the you know, his collie turned his head, mm-hmm. and I just said, "Okay, just kind of you know, okay, here we go." And I put you know, put the dog on a training collar, and I said, "Okay, heel, yeah, or walk." I can't remember which one it was. And the do- the the people were just standing there with the uh, chin on the ground, like the dog's not reacting. And so I said, "Well, because I'm portraying calmness, I'm being calm. I'm not. I don't tighten up the leash. I don't. You know what I mean? I'm being calm. I'm being just steady." And so we walked past the tractor. We turned around, walked past the tractor again. All right. Well, then, believe it or not, pretty soon the people are just like, wow. I said, it's all in the dogs take their cues from you. So if you're just, you know, anticipating trouble that goes through the leash. Right. So but if you kind of, sh- you know, shake it off and you never want that leash uh, tight, it always has to be loose and then have the right training collar on. So the dog's listening. And your goal is that you don't need the training collar anymore. That's your goal is that you've taught them the words, what they mean, follow through, and you've built your relationship. Uh, everybody know um, the book is called People Training for Good Dogs by Melissa Berryman. It's an awesome book. Every dog owner should re- read that because it really helps you understand. Think like a dog, not a human. So it'll get better and better and better. So, uh, and remember, if you got any questions, you can always call me up at Katie's Canines or you can email me. Don't email me through mytalk1071.com, you know, the station. Go to my website, which you can go up, find on my page at my, uh, what do you call it? My website? radio page. No, my radio page. Oh, yeah. Okay, my website is there. And so you could just click on there and then go to my Katie Canine. You can then email me. So you've got any questions. But the whole thing is, is, you know, think like a dog. Calm down. Steady out. The dogs want to work with us. Give them a chance. Teach them more than what they mean. If you keep saying sit, 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 pretty soon the dog is, two things happen. Number one, sit. Sounds a lot different than sit, 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 mm-hmm. sit. And then number two, sit. And if you keep saying sit, the dog is like, how many times are you going to say it before you follow through? Oh, my mom's through? the worst about that, and I yell her about it. It's like, yep. stop giving a command a million times. Yep. And then, you know, sit. Uh-uh. What did I, like, what did I ask? Oh, that's right. I know what a sit is. And so it's it's not rocket science. It's just blending the two worlds and, and, and having fun. You know, it's not heel, sit, down, stay, come. I mean, you can have so much fun. You know, there's so much to do with dogs. Remember, dogs can be people's eyes, ears, uh, hands, feet. You know, I mean, it's just unbelievable yeah. what they're capable of. If you take the time, a little here and a little there, and expand your world. And most dogs get either too fat, so they don't want to do anything. <laughs> Or what happens is they, they start getting bored, you know, or then they start doing little things. Like, why did you do that? Well, what have you taken the time to teach them anything new in the last two years? <laughs> so, and I remember, remember what I said a couple of weeks ago, too. I know there's a lot of events coming up. Leave your dogs at home. Okay, you know, 4th of July is going to be around the corner. Or even like coming to Good Neighbor Days, you know, coming this weekend, uh, June 9, 10, and 11, um, up in Hugo. Leave the dogs at home. They don't want to be around events. There's too many people. They navigate people's feet, navigate kids, navigate strollers. You know, all the smells and the sounds. And that's really overwhelming. Most dogs, after an hour, are ready to like... Please take me home. <laughs> and people are totally unaware by looking at their dogs, you know, what's going on. And that drives me absolutely nuts. It's like nuts. taking Grandpa to a rave. He's going to be tired ah! in 30 minutes. <laughs> That's a good analogy, taking Grandpa to a rave. There, or Grandma. <laughs>
So, folks, yeah, so pay attention to your dogs, okay? Therefore, they're there for us 24-7. We need to be there for them and understand, is this, a, is this fun for both me and the dog, or is this just fun for me? So thanks for listening. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Ellie. Please go to my show page and check out uh, that dog, 120-pound pit bull, getting down to 60 pounds, and it can be done, okay? You have a great week. We'll see you next weekend, and stop out at Good Neighbor Days. The link is on my show page. I'm going to be there all day Saturday. Take care. Bye.